The year is 2035. And the United States lost control of your hometown back in 2028. Officially, you haven't been recognized as an American citizen since 2030. Your home fell outside the safe zone. Your community was able to stay strong for the first year or two. But when the corporations couldn't profit from keeping logistics channels open, they left too. That's when the suffering picked up. Life outside of the safe zone is spent teetering on the edge of disease, starvation, and constant threat of insurgent attack. Your home has been massively depopulated. Today is different though. Today, you finally got some good news. Local radio channels and social media have been spreading the message of a relief group that's arrived at the town center. They're rumored to have trucks loaded with food, water, and medical supplies. When you get to the relief area, there are throngs of civilians, mostly folks that look like you. Weathered, tired, and just holding on for the next stroke of good luck. They're gathering around a circle of military vehicles and uniformed men and women. Initially, you think it might be the U.S. military, or worse, a renegade unit. Your instincts tell you to leave, and you listen to them. The military means trouble. However, before you can leave, a strange voice stops you. Excusez-moi. The voice is disarming, soothing. When you turn to face the owner of the voice, you're shocked to see a trooper. The camouflage pattern is not one that you immediately recognize. It's something foreign to you, something clearly European. What you do recognize is the blue, white, and red tricolor pattern of the French national flag on her arm, as well as the powder blue helmet on her head, UN, stenciled in blocky white letters. The United Nations. You'd heard rumors of the UN peacekeeping mission before, but it was mostly a joke amongst wastelanders, a fairy tale, something to hope for when having any hope at all is ridiculous. You briefly lose yourself in the surreal moment, fixating on how beautiful the peacekeeper is, golden eyes and radiant copper skin. You don't realize that she's trying to give you a large bottle of clean water and guide you to the circle of vehicles. Most of the peacekeepers don't speak your language, and the few that do can only quote memes in horribly accented English. Despite that, the gaunt, broken faces of the American wastelanders turn to smiles and laughter. This is the first time in months they've been able to let down their guard and relax. And looking up at the French rifleman standing guard, you can't remember the last time you had this feeling safe, cared for, protected. Like the other refugees, you're chugging down the water as fast as they'll give it to you. You haven't seen this much clean water since the treatment plant was bombed in 2029. The peacekeeper from before is loading your backpack with as many two-liter bottles as it'll hold. You try to thank her, but she seems to think you're asking her for her name. She points to the name tape on her plate carrier, Faragzad, and then the three chevrons next to it, Caporal, Caporal Faragzad. In a moment of absurdity, a part of your mind that's been neglected for years activates. You want to see this person again. You need to see her again. You need to figure out a way to stay in contact. 
But reality has come to pull you from the fairy tale. A machine gun you recognize without hesitation. One of the big, belt-fed ones. You're all too familiar. Rounds are whipping and snapping all around you. Instinctively, you try to make yourself as small as possible behind one of the big tires of the logistics trucks. The drumming machine gun fire is joined by the staccato of multiple rifles. You're enveloped in the screams of the refugees around you. The French corporal shakes you back into your own body, patting you down for wounds. She looks different now. Her face is fierce and hardened. The pleasant girl from before is gone. She yells something to her squad leader in French, but it's lost to you as the peacekeepers take their battle positions and return fire. Within the corral of vehicles, something moves, huge and indomitable. A wheeled carrier, something you've heard referred to as an IFV, or infantry fighting vehicle, rolls out of the column and into the path of fire between the refugees and the assailants. Its autocannon and machine gun roar. Briefly suppressing the unseen attackers, the rear door of the IFV drops and the peacekeepers abandon their positions to rescue the refugees. A fire team of riflemen led by Faraxad first pull the wounded into the carrier, filling it up in minutes. The rear door closes, shielding the crew and wounded, but leaving Faraxad and her fire team exposed. Despite the storm of gunfire, the IFV and the fire team move under the cover of the rest of the unit back to the vehicles. When the vehicle and the infantry return, the rear doors open again. This time, without thinking, you rush to assist. Yourself and a few other refugees hauling the mutilated wounded out of the vehicle while its guns churn out hate towards the invisible enemy. With the vehicle emptied, Faraxad and her troops embark into the IFV once again, their boots splashing into the pools of viscera that shift menacingly in the troop compartment. Before the doors shut, you lock eyes with the beautiful peacekeeper one last time. But this time, she looks scared. 